All right, guys, you are tuned into the Dope Girls Pray podcast. I am your host, Kamisha H. Guys, I need you to do me a quick favor on tonight. I need you to tag and share this video. Tag and share this video, guys. It's going to be a fire of God on tonight. It's going to be a move of God on tonight. We are still in our segment. This is our last segment for preparing for revival. We are preparing for revival. And so our whole goal and concept literally of this segment is to bring together the apostles, the prophets, the people of God, the people that are the mouthpieces of the Father and bring together the golden pieces, like their tickets, literally what it is that the Lord has been saying to them and the instructions for that so that we can prepare for a place called next, for our next. And so guys, as you are logging in, Guys, we need you to tag and share. Tag and share this video. I'm trying to tell you guys, it's going to be awesome, awesome, awesome. An awesome time in God, and God will surely get the glory. And so, guys, forgive me because my voice is a little bit under the weather, but I'm going to do my best um, to, to, to speak as much as I can possible. But these women right here have no problem of really taking over and saying what they say, the Lord. And so, guys, we are going to open up with prayer and we're going to dive right in. And so, Father, we thank you. We love you. We honor you. We magnify you. Father, we adore you. We lift you up, Father. You are Adonai, your Elohim, your El Shaddai, your El Kaddish. Father, you are Yahweh. Father, you are the I am that you say that you are. And we thank you for your son, Jesus, Yeshua, Yeshua HaMashiach. Father, we thank you for sending your son father we thank you for just allowing us to gather on today father you said in your word when two or three are gathered and so here are you and so, Father, we thank you for your Holy Spirit being in the presence right here on tonight, Father. We thank you for allowing us to touch and agree on tonight because their faith matches my faith. And when our faith is matched up, God, then things can change. Things can happen in you, Christ Jesus. And so we thank you. Father, we cancel every assignment from the adversary on tonight, Father. We cancel every word curse right now in the name of Jesus. And we send it back to the sender. Father, you said in your word that every tongue that rises up against the ship be condemned so we shut them out of the naysayers on tonight father we cancel every demonic invocation supplication pronunciation incantation every satanic roadblock father we cancel it right now in the name of jesus father we cancel every witchcraft assignment father that was settled on tonight father we break it we bind it we arrest it we overturn it right now in the name of jesus father you study your word to suffer not the witch to live father so if the witch doesn't repent, Daddy, do what you have to do, Jesus. Every witch that is astral projected in the room of the spirit right now in the name of Jesus, Father, we cut the silver cord right now in the name of Jesus. We lock the witch out of the body right now in the name of Jesus, Father. Every demonic altar that is set up against us is on this live, Father, right now in the name of Jesus. Every international altar, every local altar, Father, we lift our names, our pictures right now in the name of jesus and father we send your consuming fire right now in the name of jesus father right now we loose the angels we employ them right now in the name of jesus to do what they have to do in the name of jesus to stand charge against the airways father we bind every principality assigned to the airways on tonight father you said your word that whatever we bind on the earth father so shall you bind in the heavens whatever we loose on the earth father so shall you loose in the heavens and so we bind the hand of the strong man on tonight father and we loose the angels father we lose the angels, Father. We ask you to have your way. 
Hide us behind the cross, Father. Never let them see us, but only let them see you. Because it's all about you, Jesus. And it's you that gets the glory. Father, we ask you for clear instructions on tonight, Father. We ask you to have your way on tonight, Father. Move how you want to move on tonight, Father. But more importantly, Father, break what you have to break, Jesus. Break it right now in the name of Jesus. Cut us first, Lord. And we thank you for every listener, every viewer, every replayer that will tune in on tonight, Father. And we just just ask you, Lord, just to cover them all, Father. And it's in Jesus' name that we soak and we saturate this prayer in his blood. Amen. 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 And so, guys, if you are right now, we need you to tag and share. Listen, I feel a fire right now. And I'm not just saying that. I feel a fire of God. I feel the Holy Spirit already permeating the atmosphere. Just making way for the move of God on tonight. I need you guys to tag and share don't be stingy tag and share on tonight tag and share on tonight again our topic for tonight is preparing for revival and guys we have two beautiful two beautiful women of god who are on with us on tonight we have prophetess um shakur boykins um from texas and we have minister holly jennings minister holly jennings and so guys we are so excited i am so excited to have my sisters on here with me on tonight i'm going to let them introduce themselves and then we're going to get started prophet shakur go ahead introduce yourself kingdom of greetings everyone i am prophet shakur boykins from houston texas and i am so excited to be with you guys tonight for this this move of God with my my twin sister in the spirit, <laughs> Prophet Kamisha. God bless you. Bless you, woman of God. Go ahead, Holly. Amen. Greetings in the name of the Lord, everyone. I'm excited tonight to be with these two powerhouses. I'm Minister Holly Jennings, and I'm just excited to hear what the Lord is going to do tonight. Amen. Lord, yes, Lord. Amen. All right, Amen. guys. So again, if you are just tuning in, we need you to tag and share this virtual live podcast. Tag and share. All right, guys. So again, our hot topic on tonight is preparing for revival. So I'll start since you are at the top, Prophet Shakur. We'll start at the top and then we'll go on down. What has the Lord been saying to you during this pandemic? What are some things the Lord has been saying to you? Um, it is beautiful that this is the topic of the revival. And because God is really speaking, that's what we're about to enter into. But what I have been hearing even the most is the storing up. Um, that God is calling his people to a place to begin to store up um, because we'll enter into that time of a seven year famine and a seven year of plenty. And so we're about to see that that move of the seven year plenty because it's going to be a time of famine. Um, God has really been dealing with me to stay consecrated in Matthew 24 about the beginning of sorrows. And so um, as we prepare and so um as we look at the times and seasons in which we're living in and what Jesus prepared us for, um, he told us it would be the beginning of sorrows, but to be not troubled. And so the father has really been um, pressing, having me press into that scripture and parallel it with Daniel and the prophecy of Daniel as to how God moved through the season of Daniel and the king of Nebuchadnezzar and the king of Darius. And so what we're seeing in the midst of a pandemic is God making way for the return of Jesus Christ. He's preparing us. And so he said, this is not the end. It's just the beginning. And so in the beginning of the pandemic, the Lord began to speak to me so prophetically that we were in the window at one point, but we entered into the door. 
Wow. And so we've entered into this door of the, the last dispensation of grace. And so it is really the hour of revival for people to transition their lives, to get into a proper place and position with Christ. It is the time of, of transformation where God is saying, if you be for me, be for me. But if you be for Bell, be for Bell. It is the time of decision making that the body of Christ and the world must come to a subjection to where they are going to have to identify who is their God. Who do you really serve? What side are you really on? We're coming in a time where there is totally going to be a sheep from a goat. And we're going to distinctively distinctively know who are the sheep and who are the goat. We've lived in a, a time of dispensation where we've come where we're complex and we're not knowing who's saved and who's unsaved and who's for God and who's not for God. Are these leaders really the leaders of God or are they um, walking in familiar spirits? We've been in a, a time where we've seen that so much and God is saying that there is an uncovering and an unveiling that is about to take place um, in this nation. Um, because in America, as we know it, uh, it has changed. America, even in the foundation, when we look at Daniel and he talks about this nation that will rise up with this eagle, and that eagle is the nation of America. And uh, the, uh, America had a brand, had a branding from the Lord as a nation that would be governed by him. But as we see America shifting and changing, they're shifting their hands into a Babylonian system. My God. We must be really aware of what is going on. And so we must also remember that Jesus said these things must happen. And uh, there are some things that we could pray about that does not matter because once the word has proceeded out of the mouth of God, it can't return to him void. It must accomplish the very thing that it was sent out to do. Yeah. And so that means that we must prepare for what is written. We can't prepare for what we see. We can't prepare for what we believe. We can't prepare for what we feel. We must prepare for what is written because that which is written is going to perform. So therefore, in the performance, what are we going to do? And he told us to be not to get weary in well-doing. Don't get weary in this hour. He told us don't be deceived in this hour. There's a great deception that is coming upon America that we've never seen before. We thought that we've seen false prophets and false apostles, but we're it's going to be a mass influx. And I do believe, woman of God, that these are places that no one wants to talk about. When we talk about revival, we just want to talk about this great move of God and his presence and his glory. Glory. But we must understand that before God's glory and his presence come, there's an enemy always loose. There's always something to come to attack. And so this is just the beginning. COVID-19 is just the beginning. Jesus said it's the beginning of sorrows. So we have not seen anything yet. And what God is trying to do is prepare his people. And he's trying to prepare his people to be very sensitive to the voice of God, because there's going to be so many voices in the next seven years that some people are going to be fooled and they're already being fooled. They're going to be deceived because they're already being deceived. But the deception is going to be so heightened because the enemy knows that we're, we're, we're entering in and everyone is aware that there is a uh, uh, we're entering into that tribulation period of not the, the end of time, but the end of society as we see it. And so we've seen that and we've seen the the technology stage of life the Lord began to speak to me and um, he began to show me that that we need to stop saying going back to things as normal this there is no normal what was normal is no longer um, the educational system for our children parents must get ready 
And the Lord began to show me that he's going to raise up men, even in this this, this season of, of, of the home, the, the husbands and the uh, fathers in the season of the of, in this season coming up in the years to come. And we're going to see a great wealth transfer that is about to help happen. There, there's about to be a great wealth transfer that we have never never especially in the african-american community that we've never seen before but we must understand why god is doing it that's that seven years of plenty and that seven years of famine and so we must understand why he's doing this he's about to open up that window that he promised in malachi that i will pour out a blessing and that blessing is going to come to each and every home that believes that they're capable of receiving it it's not going to be predicated on your salvation or your deliverance or your walk. It's going to be predicated on your belief. Do you believe that you have the power to obtain this wealth? And if you have the power, because some believers are going to miss it, because wow, yeah. the book of Joe, I mean, when we look at Joseph's life, his family missed it, even though they were followers of God. Yeah. So there are going to be believers. This is not going to be for everyone, but only those who believe and those who believe that it's time for them to receive. And the believers that are sleeping, that are sitting back and they're still in this realm of name it and claim it and I'm waiting on God are going to miss it. And so they need to wake up. It's time for the body of Christ to really wake up and open up their eyes because mm -hmm. the the children of this world are going to increase in wealth, but God is going to increase the body as well. He's going to increase the body of those believers and they're going to look and say, my God, look at the blessings of the Lord being bestowed upon his sons and daughters. This was just like a preliminary. 2020 was a preliminary to see where we would be because God will always bring a preliminary stage in, in, in a situation to see who is on his side and who's ready and who's not ready, who's ready on the battlefield feel who's armored, who has on their armor and who doesn't. And so 2020 begins to show us who's armored and who's not armored. Wow. But 2021 will show us those who kept their armor on. My God. Their armor on and kept themselves in faith because this is going to be a season of a faith walk. This is not going to be predicated. This why the jobs are gone. It's not going to be predicated. We just talked about this. Your job is not. It's going to be about faith. The evidence of what you did not see, you're going to believe God in a way you've never believed in before. Now God is about to really show us what faith actually looks like in Him. It's not about your job. It's not about a system. It's not about a check, but it's about Him being the source. We're about to see him be the shepherd to those who really will allow him to lead them and to give them the success that they need. But when God does this, and I want to tell the saints of God, whether you are, are walking in the way or wherever you are, because he's married even to those who are you that are in a backsliding state. I want you to keep your belief system in check right now. I want before 2021 gets here that you get in, a, in your spirit. That you know what, where I was weak in believing, I'm going to get into strength to believe. Where I was once doubting that I was able to obtain wealth or be successful or be an entrepreneur or step out on faith or increase in my walking God, wherever you were in this year that you could not figure out how you were going to do it, I want you now 
to get out of this boat. We're about to get out of boats that, that have been leaning, that have broken parts to it, that have been sinking. And it is the hour where it is about to be some real walking on water. Oh and there are those that God is raising up that are going to walk on water. And people are about to be astonished at the believers that have decided I'm about to walk on water. So 2021 is going to be a year of people walking on water. And it is going to be a celebration of those who said I got out of the boat and now I'm going full force in faith and I'm entering into the deeper things and I'm not looking back at the shoreline. So this is what the Lord has been showing me and really been dealing with me about and pushing people in the marketplace and not staying stagnated and becoming your own, getting your own proper goods, getting into a place that you are the entrepreneur, you are the wealth distributor, you are the financier, you are the bank. And so God is opening up a spiritual bank to the body of Christ. And you tap into that place, profit. If the believer taps into this place that God is about to open up, because one thing about the Lord is that he'll never allow us to go through something and there is not a reward on the other side. So therefore we know that we did not go through this hardship as a good soldier without being rewarded because he said they that diligently seek after me I'm going to reward him. And so there have been people that have been diligent in seeking the Lord in 2020 and God says 2021 will be your year of reward but you must get in preparation and you must be prepared get everything in place, get your get your finances in place, get your bank accounts in place, get your credit in place. This is why he allowed all of this to happen in 2020. This is why he allowed money to come to you that you never even expected because he wanted your credit in line, he wanted your finances in line, he wanted your bills in line so that when this wealth distribution comes, there will not be holes and gaps where the enemy will be able to suck and to drain out of it and you won't have holes in your bag where it is seeping and that you're only you're you're no longer being the, the the lender but now you got to borrow from what god is giving you but in 2021 god is about to raise up a people that are about to be real lenders and god is about to raise up a people of uh, prophet that i i hear the lord even saying this right now that there is going to be bankers that banks that are about to open that we have never heard before. And the banks that we know as Bank of America and Chase and JP Morgan, those are going to be secondary. And God is about to raise up some people that are going to have banks so that the money for believers are protected. And not protected under an FDA system that will try to identify and brand the money, but it is be protected under the kingdom of God. And God is about to raise up not just political believers, but he's about to raise up women and men of God that are going to be in the the stock arena that is going to be able to educate the saints of God on how to move and invest in money because money is currency and so therefore God has to keep it moving and, and he gave a parable Jesus gave a parable about money and about talents and so we are about to see the manifestation of talents and that's why where your talents are you cannot allow them to go hidden you cannot hide your talents in this hour you can't go put them up and you you can't go say, well, I'm going to hold on to this because no, 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 no. If you do that, you're going to miss the mark. You're going to miss the overflow and God is going to take what you have and he's going to give it to another because he wants a reproduction to be able to keep the kingdom of God 
advancing. And it does take money. It takes money because it takes influence. And people that are influential have money. The Bible tells us that a poor man is not heard. So therefore, he's he's doing he's depleting the spirit of poverty that has been upon the church and been upon the body of Christ that is coming to an end and God is about to raise generals up that are going to be millionaires and billionaires but they are kingdom wealth distributors in this hour that is what the Lord has been showing me woman of God and oh I'm going to over to you prophetess Holly minister Holly what has the Lord been speaking to you during this time my God, as, as I'm telling you, <laughs> as I'm listening to her, I'm saying, God, this is exactly what the Lord has been speaking. And when you began to talk about the manifestation of talents, the Lord began to speak to me about this, I think maybe months ago, he began to tell me that he is going for the remnant at this time. Yeah. See, because there have been people who have been in the background. There have been people who have been hurt. There have been people that have been broken in the body of Christ. He took me to Ezekiel chapters eight, 9, 10, 11, and 12. And he talks about the leadership in the church and all the damage and all the hurt that has been done to all of the people that are broken right now. He has heard their cries. They have reached heaven and people are looking like, God, do you hear me? God, do you see me? Let me tell you something. God has heard you. God sees you and the manifestation of the talents that are coming is coming for the remnant. Those who have been in the background, those who have just been feeling like God does not understand. God does not see me. Those who have left the church. There have been many people that have left the church broken. There have been many people who have left the church hurt. And I can tell you right now that I have been one of them. But see, God, he still kept me on the wall. He has put a mantle upon my life. And I am being used by God in the way that he will want me. To. And so when we talk about preparing, preparing for revival, revival, the Lord God began to speak to me is a personal thing. Revival has to begin with us in our hearts first before it can happen to us collectively as a body and people don't get that we have to be broken before the Lord there are a lot of leaders in the church right now that God is beginning to deal with because you have hurt people. You have done damage to people. You have come up outside of yourself and thought that you were God. And so now God is sitting you down because you need to be sat down so that he can bring the remnant up so he can be able to use the real people of God that have believed God, that have served God, that have worshiped God for real and not taken it upon themselves to idolize themselves as if they are God themselves and sit people down and, 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 and block people. How many people on this live even tonight you got gifts and and you've got talents and you know that you're useful for the body of Christ but your leader hallelujah has sat you down as if you weren't useful well God said enough of that right now God is raising you up so whatever gifts and whatever talents that you have allow the Lord God to use you allow the Lord God to place you where he wants you to be let me tell you something God shut the church doors down because he have heard the cries of his people. Now we're going to be in order with, with the way God has it in the book of Revelations. But there have been people who have been so broken and so hurt in the body of Christ and enough. God said, this is enough. He is going to use his people. He wants to bless his people. 2021, oh my God, you guys haven't seen nothing yet. Yes, we know that we're getting ready for the coming of Christ. Yes, we are. But before Christ comes, let me tell you, he's going to use you, woman of God. 
He's going to use you, man of God. He's going to bring those that have been in the background who have been lost, who have been broken, who have been told that you ain't going, you are not useful. Let me tell you something. You are useful. Hallelujah. You will be used. Hallelujah. Let me tell you this. Thank God that the church doors are closed. I've ministered to people right now in this hour, in this season, who said, woman of God, I'm so glad that God has shut the doors because I've been serving, broken, serving, hurt, serving, wounded, and, and overlooked and, and sat down. And, and, and guess what? They're glad, they're happy that the church doors have been closed because now we can have real relationship. This is where the rubber meets the road. Who are you for real? God wants the true worshipers now in this season. You're not in the church anymore. You ain't got, you can't run around anymore. You, you can't put on a show anymore. Who are you for real in this here hour? So in this hour, what we need to do, what do we need to do? We need to be before the Lord, be on our faces, be broken before the Lord. Let him take all of that stuff out of us, all of that mess out of us. Because when it comes to revival, we have to get rid of all of our worries, all of our pride, all of our backbiting, all of our doubt. We talk about we want revival in the church and everybody's praying. Oh, we want revival. We want revival. But you walk in the church and you see that nasty, haughty attitude. How can God revive that? If you are not coming down on your face, on your knees before the Lord Jesus, guess what? There will not be a revival in your own heart where it has to start at first. That's what the Lord is saying to me. In order to have revival, we have to stop with all of the excuses because the blood doesn't cleanse excuses. The blood of Jesus cleanses sin. Hallelujah. Wow. wow. Glory to God. My God. Listen, Glory to God. I, I was trying to find a pen, but I couldn't move fast enough. Listen, because as both of you guys, and I said I wasn't going to talk because I'm really trying to save my voice, but this is the Holy Spirit, and I had to say this because both of you touched on so, so many <clears throat> important points. But the one thing that the Holy Spirit said to me that I have to stress, because you said it, both of you said it, that before we can see revival, the church has to first be revived right watch this mm -hmm. the lord said mm -hmm. as we were sitting here and you guys were talking he said we opened the church back too soon mm. right now yes. watch this watch yes. this because you'll see many people posting you go everywhere else watch this right because we're supposed to be set apart right watch this because mm -hmm. i'm going somewhere so because mm -hmm. we're supposed to be set apart when the Lord closed down the doors, and if you if you're paying attention, everything gets open but the church. Listen, ah! mm -hmm. everything mm -hmm. is open but the church because you know why? The Lord was giving us time to revive. Yes. The Lord yes. was giving us time to revive. But let me tell you what happened. We did not take the time. No. We didn't mm -mm. listen, listen, listen. People have to understand. Woo, God, I hear you so good. God works in reverse. Right. Mm -hmm. So what we see in the natural is not really what it is in the realm of the spirit. Mm -hmm. Right. So although we seen in the natural that everything else was open and the church was closed. Right. It was closed for a reason. Right. Because literally if we break down literally what were the seasons that we went through during this whole pandemic since March up until now, I I'm going to say it really quickly. The first one, the Lord was taking us back to servitude, right? He wanted us to go back to our first position. He stripped us from titles, everything, the building. We were going, we were supposed to go, we were supposed 
to go back to servitude. Then we switched over to he wanted us to be transparent, right? He wanted us to come from behind the robes and the collars, right? Now we're forced to do these virtual lives, right? You're no longer able to preach to your four church members, right? Now you got to preach to the world. Right, because God was doing something. Come on, He was preparing us for revival. Then we went to vulnerability. He wanted us to be vulnerable. Right. Then He wanted us to go back to get those that look like us. Then we went into a season of equipping. The Lord wanted us to equip the the, the people so that we can handle the numbers of people that will be coming and do some revival. I said it on the last podcast that we had the, the, that revival was delayed. Mm. Revival was that we were supposed to then enter into revival. Listen, mm -hmm. we were supposed to then enter into revival, but revival got delayed because the church has not been revived. Come on, I'm going somewhere with this. Mm -hmm. How can we actually minister to the people, the ones where everything is open and they're at? when we are still sick, we were shut down for a reason. But if we don't take the time to revive ourselves, to heal those broken places, because God said it, he said, I was trying to save some of you from the embarrassment, come on, so that you can do it in your own home. Come on, yeah. build an altar in your own home, because prophetess, you said it, Holly, you said, you, you said literally, um, who are you? A lot of people didn't even know who they were. People don't mm -hmm. have an identity except in church. Mm -hmm. Right. People don't know who they are, except that if they're in a building, come on. Mm -hmm. Some of you, some of you haven't even shouted in your home. Come on. You've mm -hmm. only shouted in the building. Come on. Some of you haven't even prayed in your home. Your house is, is an empty place. You made it a daggone cemetery. Come on. The mm -hmm. only place that you actually pray is inside of a building. And the Lord said, I was trying to take you out of systems and bring you into relationship because that's why I sent my son in the first place ah, to break the law. Right? So that you can have relationship mm -hmm. but he said god i hear you he said but why don't you accept me my god mm -hmm. why don't you accept me and so Ooh. the thing is the reason why we're still not seeing revival just yet and that's our next question is because the church has not been revived come on we rushed to open back these churches to go back to what we thought was normal which was really abnormal there was nothing normal about that normal no. There was nothing normal about that normal, but really it was abnormal. It was abnormal. And we rushed to go back just to be able to shout again, just to be able to post pictures or whatever reason, just to be able to go to preach because it's like a drug to some of these people. They don't, unless they get a high and a hit, they don't know what it feels like just to just sit down. Mm. Come on. Mm. And so we rushed. We rushed. We didn't take the time to literally prepare. When you are, when you're going into a season of revival, you have to prepare for revival. You don't just walk in. Come on. How can we handle the numbers of people if we have not experienced conversion? Come on. Some mm. of us still suffer with the spirit of religion. You're not going to be able to handle those people that are coming in that's off of drugs, from prostitution, that knows Ooh. another religion. Come on. They don't even have that mindset. They haven't been converted yet, but they're coming in due to their seeing. Who is this God? Who is this God that's causing these things to happen? That took my wife, that took my father, that took my children. And the people at the church, because they still suffer with the spirit of religion, you can't see past the short skirt you can't see past the short skirt so you can't even help revive this person because you're looking at oh this is Galila this is Jezebel come on you got a spirit of religion come on you haven't killed that yet come on you haven't had an encounter with Jesus yet come on you haven't even experienced conversion come on 
you don't even believe that I am that I say that I am. Oh my. So how can you help them believe that I am the I am? Come on. Definitely. We were delayed because we did not take the time to prepare. Yes. We, we were not supposed to open these doors. Come on. The mm -hmm. Lord released the word and I posted this the other day. And this is why Philadelphia is experiencing what they're experiencing. I posted this word months ago. I did a live on this and I reposted it again. The Lord said Philadelphia opened those doors too soon. Mm -hmm. They opened the doors too soon. We were supposed to stay in consecration, shut in. We were supposed to be shut in. We were supposed to deal with self. That's right. We were supposed to there build relationships. But I'm trying to tell you because people don't have relationship. Come on. They haven't experienced who God really is. This right. is why we're, we're still here. <laughs> this is why we're still here. And God is not going to lift his hand. And, I, and I'm not saying that this came from the Lord, the enemy. Yes. But God is not lifting it because we still haven't learned our lesson. Come on. That's so right. God, I hear you. Because That's we're going to be like the children of Israel. And I, and I cancel it right now in the name of Jesus. But it, it would have been we would have wandered for 40 years. Come on. Which was something that was supposed to be a short journey. We're going to wander because you know why? People don't want to put pride to the side. Come on. Prophets don't want to come together. Mm -hmm. Everybody want to do it from their own platform. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to say, listen, come on. because prophets are like clusters. If we're supposed to be connected to the vine, come on, then we're grapes. Come on. So grapes are in clusters when it's connected to the vine. Come on. And when the vine mm -hmm. is Jesus. So we were supposed to come together, figure out the instructions. You bring your mm -hmm. golden piece. I bring mm -hmm. my golden piece. Everybody from all over the world bring their golden piece. That's now, it. Let's tarry and ask Holy Spirit, literally, what is it that we need to do so that we can go into next? That's right. But because right. the spirit of divination was sent out along with this marine spirit, this mm -hmm. is why we have been more divided than ever. Come on, That's how are we right. divided from at home? That's it. Jesus. So my next question, is revival here yet? You've already, you've already stamped and approved. <laughs> it's been stamped, signed, sealed, and delivered by the Holy Ghost. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. So you say no. You say no. No. We're in the, the, the incubator of like, like we said, this preparation time. It's preparation, and that's why it's only a remnant that is going to hear that the movement. There's only going to be even a remnant in the revival. Yeah, the revival is not going to be what we think. You know, it's going to be a remnant revival because, like you said, um, and like a prophetess Holly said about the the, the church and the opening up. It, it, there's some things that God still have not readed the church, and that and it's more of leadership than it is the body come on it's more of the people in the position of authority that he has not ridded out the spirit because see like you said the things happen first in the spirit before it happens in the natural yes and so he always the god says i'm gonna always deal with my church first before i deal with the world and so therefore if god is dealing with a spirit you know what the lord showed me today he said i was listening to apostle um kent earlier and the same word that the lord was he was releasing the father had been dealing with me and studying and in prayer and i had been studying out about the beginning with the adam and eve 
and, and he, he talked about the, the Lord spoke to me about the deception of the enemy and the, uh, the, the um, how he changes your perception. And so deception is the change of a perception. That's what deception is to change your perception. And so until, until the leaders of the body of Christ changes their perception, they can't get out of deception. Come on, my God. And so because there's such a deception, even in the body, okay, even in the body, that people can't perceive God because the body has been full of deception. And so this is why God allowed the church to be closed. And again, these are things that we don't want to talk about. Because it's is 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 it's the hush hush. Don't speak against your brother or sister. It's not a speaking against a brother or a sister. It is a revealed thing, right? Come that on. we must come into because the Lord said, "Whom He loves, He corrects, and He chastens His children." And if well, we we're trying to avoid the chastening, so mm-hmm. let's let's not deal with my brother and my sister who who have fought because. Then there's no chastening and there's no correction that is being taken place. And this is what God is saying, that because you've altered my my perception of me to my sons and daughters through deception, I've had to shut you down. My God. So that my sons and daughters can fix their eyes back on me and not on you. Because a spirit of idolatry has ruled in the body of Christ. That we 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 esteem and we serve the man instead of the one that created the man. My God. Because we can do absolutely nothing without the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And until the whole body understands that it is the Holy Spirit that is even speaking right now through us. And until the whole body understands that, that you are a mere man with absolutely nothing without him. Right. We get no revelation. We get no understanding of the word. It is by the Holy Spirit that we understand these things. And so, therefore, when man takes pride into a place and says, I have a greater perception than another. My God. When the Holy Spirit is who gives all to all of us. And when you believe that your perception is greater than another, it's the same way that Satan did Eve. Let me make your perception greater than where you are called deception because I'm going to make you perceive you to be somebody greater than where you're supposed to be. I'm going to make you perceive that you're on the same level with the God that created you. And I'm allowed the people to esteem you as if you are there. And so therefore the abomination comes into the church and we think we can live how we want to live, say what we want to say, Preachers can shack up, don't have to get married, don't have to live holy. We've left those places and we call it grace. Mm. We call it grace and mercy as if God is not a God that judges, as if he's not a God that corrects, as if he's not a God that brings conviction. And so therefore they created their own kingdoms in their churches created their own kingdoms. And so God has divided their kingdoms and brought their kingdoms down just like he's brought the kingdoms of this world to a halt all over the world. He put a halt on their kingdoms. And so therefore the kingdom that he's worried most about is the church. Yeah. That's the kingdom he's concerned about. So therefore he's going to bring 
great conviction upon the church because that's who he's concerned about. He's yeah. not concerned about those who have turned themselves over to their reprobated mind. He says, I've already let them go. I've already gave them up to their own lust. I've already gave them up. But my sons and daughters that even I'm married in a backslidden state, I still want to bring you into a place of correction, humility, as the woman of God says, a humbling and coming back to my presence, that first love that he talks about in Revelation. Come on. And you know, I want to say something real fast before prophecies Holly go, just really quick. I won't be long. Because you said something, Prophetess Shakur, and I, I know people are going to log off after I said this, say this, and it's okay, right? But don't go off too soon. Because when you said that people have placed themselves above, right? And I and I want to say this because I, I have to say this because I'm a person that speaks the truth even if it be against me. Right. Because even I've, I've noticed throughout the pandemic that even some leaders have placed themselves. And I'm talking about leaders as in pastors have placed <clears throat> themselves above the mouthpieces. Right. And so when the Bible says, you know, that God gave us gifts of apostleships and prophets and evangelists and, and pastors and teachers. Say it. When you, when you count with the way that the Bible said it, he, it said apostles first. It said prophets second. <laughs> Then it said evangelists third, mm -hmm. and then I believe the pastors were fourth, uh -huh. right? But mm -hmm. then I'm going to give you more Bible, because the Bible says in Amos 3, 7, he says, for the Lord God does nothing. nothing. Come on, say it. revealing his secret <laughs> say to this. His servants, the prophets. The prophets, say it. Because yes. there were so many people that were, they, woo, they were operating in the spirit of division, and they were, they were trying, because I'm, I'm going to be honest. There's some of these, these leaders, some of you pastors, you won't let your sheep listen to prophets. Mm -hmm. But according to the Bible, it says that nothing, the God, God does nothing without Wait. revealing it first to his prophets. He didn't say to his pastors. Mm -hmm. So those woe to those leaders that said, only listen to your pastor. Mm -hmm. How dare you put yourself mm -hmm. above God? Mm -hmm. How dare you put yourself above the word of the Lord? Mm -hmm. How dare you? Because it happens. And the thing is, people don't understand the fivefold. The apostle is first. Come on. The Holy Spirit dealt with me today. And Holly, I promise I'm letting you go. The Holy yep. Spirit dealt Take with your me Because I was, uh, he, he was showing me the Bible. It was like an open vision of the Bible. And he's showing me that, be that before Christ, it was only prophets. And when Jesus came, he was the first apostle. Whew, listen, watch this. So I said, God, why was that? So the Holy Spirit said, because when Jesus came to break the law, he had to put people in position that would teach them the new way, mm. right? The New Testament, right? Because Jesus came to break the law. So therefore, apostles are, are, are literally people that opens up atmospheres, right? Then they, they get people, they teach them, they put them in position, they birth their gifts, and then they move on. And this is why you only really see at the end of the Bible really more apostleship than prophets. Mm. Right. But the thing is, I'm, I'm, I, I've seen this and I see this on the daily where people, they'll put themselves above the prophets and the apostles as pastors. Okay. You are not above the no. prophets. I'm sorry. I know you don't like me after this. Mm -hmm. I know you may never come back and listen. But guess what? That's OK. Because yes. if you say that you're a kingdom citizen and you say that you take from the word of God, then this is your book, just like it's my book. So I'm only saying, thus saith the Lord, now thus saith myself. Probably, what do you want to say? Is revival here yet? 
because people have been saying it. I, I think we can look, and, and, and each of us, we can look, uh, we can just take social media and, and we can look and we can see that revival is not here yet. Leaders have to be dealt with and they, they're so above that they don't think that they can be dealt with. Uh, but the Bible does tell us that in these days that even the very elect will be deceived. And so they're in that place now of being deceived because they have placed themselves so high above Mm-hmm. That they think they're right on the same level where God is. And so mm-hmm. God, what he has to do now is he's got to knock them down a notch or two for mm-hmm. them to understand that humble yourself under, under God. That's and it. a lot of us have not done that. And so that's why we're here. We're here because uh, of self, too much self too, ma- too much self-made ministries, too much putting myself up above. It's all about self and not enough self on the altar. Yeah, come on. And so, and so now in this hour, leaders, hallelujah, leaders, those who God has placed in leadership, he didn't place you there for to, to get the glory. No, God placed you there to lead. Mm-hmm. And it looks, like, it looks like you have led many people astray. Mm-hmm. Many people astray. Again, many broken people, many hurt men and women of God have even left the church. And if they are not in a place of being spiritually mature, they will leave God. Yes. And leaders have done that. Leaders are responsible for that. And that's why in Ezekiel, God showed me, he says, you want to know why we're here? This is why we're here. Ezekiel chapter eight is why we are here. Leaders doing all the things that they do with their backs to the altar, not in a literal sense, but their backs to the altar, sinning, causing problems, causing hurt, causing distractions, causing all kinds of foolishness right in the church house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what we got right now, we have a lot of uh, people who are uh, deceived. A lot of people are deceived, and there is so much division right now. You can watch even on social media. I see it sometimes. I can't stomach it because I watch leadership still not getting it. Divided amongst each other. Nobody, like we are, should be in a place right now where we should be able to come together as leaders but we can't even do that. So much division and so many distractions. The uh, leaders are so concerned with the cares of the world that they can't even lead right anymore. My God. Mm-hmm. And no, revival because, isn't here yet because leaders got to be dealt with. Yeah, and that's because many people have so sold out. So many people have sold out, and I'm talking about leadership. They sold out because even um, you mentioned something about the altars. And this is why a lot of people couldn't get deliverance in church because the altars were dirty. Yes. The altars mm. were dirty. And, and the people that were responsible for the altar, and people don't even understand the essence of the altar. Mm-hmm. What the altar was, was even for, and it's, it was for a form of sacrifice. And the reason why a lot of leaders wasn't calling out spirits because they knew what was inside of them. And you know, once you are principalities, they will expose you. Mm-hmm. Come on. People's lifestyles wasn't right. Come mm-hmm. on, there's no way you should be in ministry for 50, 60 something years and you still Jesus. operate the same. Yeah. Come on, you ain't clean yet. Mm-hmm. Come on, that mm-hmm. don't make any sense. Now, when you're the sheep, the sheep come in dirty. We all came in dirty. But before God can use us, there's a purging. Some people skip the process. 
That's right. Come on, some some people was only elevated because of their name. Come on, some people were elevated because of their status, their family status. They had yes, God. Some of these people were never supposed to be in position because God never appointed them or He never affirmed them if they were prophets or apostles. Some people placed themselves into positions. Mm -hmm. Come on, and this is why this is an exposing hour where people are being exposed. Come on, we've seen it this year. If we had somebody said this. This is a crazy thing because in the beginning that 2020 vision was cliche, but that thing, <laughs> whoever spoke that thing, it yeah. ended up coming to pass because yeah. if we we if we couldn't see before, we saw now. Yes, come on, we saw now, and the thing is with some of these leaders, and this is why uh, somebody going to hate me again, but I'm going to say, thus saith the Lord. This is why some a lot of these leaders are being replaced and being taken out of here because you know why. One thing, of, when you have a good leader, a leader is going to teach and impart better. These okay. leaders were trying to hold on to these old, ancient, demonic mantles that we never wanted. Say we that. never wanted your seat. Come on. We Come didn't on. want your seat. And some of them were not teaching the people and cultivating the people because of jealousy. You yeah. were afraid. You already saw Ooh. what the person carried. So <laughs> yeah. if I teach you what I know, then you want to exceed me. Come on. The last time I checked when I read my Bible, the reason why Elijah got Elisha, because he carried what he carried. Come on. Right. When a person is in covenant, that means you carry what I carry. I'm going to impart better so that you can take the mantle and do better than what I did. Come on. Elijah yes. only yes. had the second anointing, but Elijah had the third. The reason why Elijah got the third because of a double portion, because he sat under Eli uh, under Elijah, and when Elijah imparted, that's why he was able to defeat Jezebel because of the double portion. But Elijah carried what Elijah carried because you can't birth something that you don't carry. Come that's on. Right. But some of these leaders don't understand. You are supposed to be training those people up under you so that they can do better than you when you left here. Come on. That's and this right. is why, God, I thank you, why we are here today and some of these leaders are being taken out. They yes. are. Yes. God, there is He's a change of guards. It, it, it's changed in the realm of the spirit. And God is sending replacements. And the Lord, and how you said it earlier, the Lord is sending the people that truly have the heart of the Father. Because listen, a lot of these people were like Saul. They started off good, but they ended wrong. I'm, I'm Say not. that. That's they it. They ended wrong. That's it. They ended wrong. They ended wrong. And because of this, this is why the Lord is sending replacements. Come on. Mm -hmm. These people ain't dying naturally. That's Come right. On. I'm going to just say it. And I know somebody going to hurt. Oh, oh, oh. I know somebody going to hate me, but it's going to make me say it. But listen, if you notice why a lot of the leaders are coming from that denomination, because look literally what that system is about. My Lord. <laughs> I'm going to safeguard their honor just a little bit, not to say the name. But literally, if you wonder why, mm -hmm. that majority of the leaders that have been passing was from that denomination because literally if you look really at what's inside of there, come on, it's not God. It's, it's not a God. form of godliness, but it's not God. Come on, and it's denying the power thereof. And God said more, if you read further, stay away from those people. Come on, I'm going to say thus saith the Lord, not thus saith myself. Not thus saith myself. Not thus saith myself. Because That's in, right. in, in the thing is, people, listen, if we, if we have not taken the time literally to, to really, really examine and weigh our affairs in this hour. Come on. I don't know what else to tell people because after a while you sound like a broken record.
right? Yeah. The same as with prophets, we don't prophesy the same thing. That's why I tell people, yeah. I'm not worried about what's going on now because we already released that months ago. Now, if you yeah. wasn't listening, I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. Right? If you wasn't listening, I'm sorry. Now, I may right. come back a little bit out of, you know, some days I don't operate in Deborah Mantle, right? Some days I'm <laughs> like Jeremiah, right? So yeah. I might cry with you for a little bit. But yeah. the thing is, prophets operate in dimensions and we don't focus on now, but we operate from the future. Yes. And we bring futuristic things back into now. Yes. Back into yeah. now. Come yeah. on. We got to get back to seeking knowledge. People don't read books anymore. People don't read books. The Bible says lean out to your own understanding, right? We don't even read the Bible. Mm -hmm. Come on. We've gotten so far away from the basic fundamentals, the basic foundation. And the Lord said, I'm trying to bring you back. Yes. Yeah. I'm trying to bring you back. That's what I'm literally trying to do. I'm trying to bring you back. I'm trying, mm -hmm. God, I hear you. I'm trying to bring you back. And so the thing is, if people don't take it, it's nothing that, that we can really do. To be honest, you only can just That's release fine. it and keep going. That's I tell people all the time, I don't babysit prophecies. I'm not mm -hmm. coming back to see if you did what God said. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. My job is to release, give the instructions, and that's it. It's, that's it. That's it. Man. So what is needed to help the body of Christ to prepare for revival? I believe what is really needed is, as you said it best, is knowledge. Um, the body, Number one, the body of Christ needs to stop drinking milk. It's time to yeah. eat. You know, the body of Christ has been um, on, on, on a bottle for way too long. It is time to steward the word of God. Uh, it's time to know the word. Number one, you must know the word. Um, and there must be an understanding. You must get some understanding, some knowledge. Uh, the Bible tells us if you uh, any man lacks wisdom, God is faithful. He'll give it to us. And so um, as you were going forth and God bringing me back to the reminder of of the changing these altars, we, we have to change our altar back to the father um, in this preparation. And as the Lord was saying about this, even the transfer of this wealth, you know why God is doing the transfer of this wealth? Because the body of Christ has sold into these churches for so long and never seen a return. And the only people that have benefited has believed the only one who has got the new car, the new house, the new jet, the new business has been the head. And the Bible tells us that the last is going to be first and the first is going to be last. And this is what is happening. That See, God says, I'll never forget your labor of love. And so people sold and have sold and have sold and have sold. and have, I mean, they've almost sold their retirement. And they never seen a return. And so God has remembered that. And that is why he is, he's removing and he's changing not only the, 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 um, not only the, the, the level of leadership as far as who people are going to serve and where they're going to give. He's changing the financial status quo that we're going to see. These leaders are going to be coming to their sheep because they're mm -hmm. going to be a covering. They, wow. Because they neglected and abandoned. You know, see, God, like you said about Saul, God knows that that he will, that how the heart of man will change. And he knows the heart of man. He knows where you're going to fall. 
and where you're going to mess up. And he knew where Saul was going to get off, off course. And that's when he raised up David. And we're neglecting the Davids. Come on. You know, the body of Christ is neglecting the Davids, thinking they're the end all be all because they got a 5,000 seat facility because they've set on and they, they've governed over tens of thousands of people. But there is a David that has been fighting lions, tigers, oh and bears for their life. They've been fighting to stay in the place and posture of God when nobody else would even look their way, when even their parents denied that they were called, when nobody saw that they was even fit for the master's table. This is what God is about to do. But if you don't know who you are, you're not going to be able to receive the promise. Come on, oh my God. This is why you got to come back into the word of God so you can receive the promise of God because all you've been receiving is a table of salt and God has branded your identity he has told you who you were and who you're not where you can go where you can't go where God will elevate you whether God won't elevate you whether you're chosen and so all you eat of the table and the delicacy was one that governed and dominated you so you've lost sight of your identity of knowing who you are you got to come back into that identity of Christ and realizing I did not miss God. I didn't miss him when he told me what he told me. I didn't miss him when he gave me the promise he gave me. I didn't miss him when I prayed that night and I took it to the leader and they denied that what I heard from God was God. I didn't miss him. And so until you understand that you are not missing God, you're not missing his word. You're not missing his revelation. You're not missing his voice. Don't believe the lie. My Don't God. believe the deception. They're trying to change your perception because you're seeing them for who they are and wow. they don't want you to see that. And so until the body of Christ begins to look in the mirror and says, I am born of God. My I God. am called of God. I am purpose of God. He formed me in my mother's womb and not the womb of a church, not in the womb of a building, not in the womb of a leader or a preacher, but out of my mother's womb. He formed me when there was nobody else around, when I was predestined before the foundation of the world. And this is where we got to get back into the word of God to brand our identity that I'm born of Christ. Oh, I'm, not Jesus. I'm not born of religion. I'm not Baptist. I'm not Methodist. I'm not Pentecostal. I'm not non-denomination. I'm not Church of Christ, Church of God in Christ. I am a son of the yeah. most high God. Oh, I am a seed of Christ Jesus. Yes. I am a joint heir to the Father. Because see, the enemy has used these perceptions and this religion and this cultic mindset to identify and brand God's people. Remove the brands off of you. Say, I'm taking all of these labels that man have put on me. I'm taking them off. I'm burning every label that you put on my life. I'm burning it. And now I'm going to stand flat-footed. I'm going to stand bold. I'm going to stand as a woman or man of God. I'm going to stand as the apostolic, apostle, prophet, teacher, preacher, evangelist. Bishop Layman, whoever you believe that God has called you to be, who you believe, not who man believe you are, not who people believe you are, but who you believe you are, because you will only be able to do what you believe. You will never be able to accomplish anything that somebody else believes for you. We as prophets and apostles and preachers and teachers can believe everything for you, but if you do not believe it, you cannot receive it. Mm. You know what? I, I believe that is what's going to change the people. 
Jesus. Yeah. Holly, I'm about to let you go in two seconds because take your time. I heard the Holy Spirit say because you said it about people um, literally going out and operating in who God called them to be. And the Holy Spirit said, what does God call you? But people mm. have to, they have to first know who is the God that calls me anything. Yes. Come on. They, we haven't mastered that part yet. Right. Because we haven't really gotten relationship yet with the father yet. And so and I, I argue this all the time. It's not I argue this, but I say this all the time until people really understand that they are a spirit. They won't know who God is. Yeah. Come on. Because he doesn't communicate with our flesh. The Bible says that we are to worship him in spirit and in truth. He only listens to our spirit. And so if people don't, they, if they don't even know that they're a spirit, how can you communicate with the Holy Spirit? Come on. Who are you talking to? Mm. Right. And so a lot of people, you know, and it's because of these systems, people build relationship. They, they call relationship because they're in communion with the church. And this is, but that's not relationship. Right. You can go, you can be in a building for all of your life and never have relationship. Just like I, I, Jesus said, it. he said to go out. We were never designed to be in the church seven days a week. The fellowship Jesus. was for one day, right? I've never seen so many in-house prophets, evangelists, and apostles. Come on, how you apostle and you don't move? You're a pastor. If you stay at the same building seven days a week, you're not an apostle. Apostles move. Pastors stay in shepherd. Apostles go and birth. Nations, they open up atmospheres. They they birth gifts and people, put them in position, and then they move. I've never seen so many apostles that, that stay inside of a building. What are you birthing? The same people, they know who they are. Come on, you didn't already affirm them, right? Well, ordain them, right? Because God affirms apostles and prophets. But you already didn't ordain the evangelists and pastors, right? So what else are you doing? Right? There's a nation that needs you, right? If you are who you say that you are. People don't even really know who they are. Come on, people have been operating the same way. And they're trying mm -hmm. to figure out why they're not growing. Why is it that they're stuck? We could have been bigger than what we are if people really truly, they truly knew their identity. Yeah. Come on, My people, gosh. you yeah. ask a prophet, what is a prophet? They can't even tell you linguistically. Mm -hmm. You ask somebody, wasn't an apostle? They can't even tell you linguistically what they are. They can't tell, come on. Do you know your job description? Come on, on. I hear you. Do you Come know on. your job description? Say it. Come on, prophets wasn't just here to just a prophesy. There's more than just a, than, a, than a prophecy. Come on. And so the thing is, until we realize that we're a spirit and that we communicate with the Father with our spirit, we won't never really know who we are. Mm -hmm. People have to get down to that smallest. That's the smallest denominator. But it's not small because really in the body of Christ, if you if I, if you have a conversation with people today, they don't understand that they're a spirit. And people are trying to figure out how come we're not experiencing glory. Come on. We experience the lowest level of glory. We think we're shouting, this is glory. That's not glory. Come on. Mm. We we should be experiencing other realms and dimensions. Yes. You should never leave out of church. In yes, Come on. Yes, you should have left out of church with your leg back. Come on. It was Now you can see. Come on. All of these miracles. Jesus said it. He said, greater work shall you do. Come on. And so literally we carry the same thing that our father carried. And so mm -hmm. we should be operating the same. But until we understand that we're a spirit, we can't go to a place called beyond. That's right. We can't go there. 
We can't go there. That shouting is not going there. Come on, we've been healing and delivering, casting out demons out the same 20 people for, for 30 years. Come on, they're not healed yet? Come on, we need to go out. Mm -hmm. There's a people that's waiting for us outside of there so Ooh. that they can come back in, build them up. Birth out the gifts and then send them out. Come on. Christianity, the whole world should be Christian by now. Oh, and we're God. following this, this, this dialogue. If we were following this guideline, the whole world would be saved. Jesus. Right? Even though we, we know that's not realistic. There's going to be some people, right? But if we were yeah. truly following the, come on, we, we made this um little slogan up for the Bible, the basic instructions before leaving earth. And we were really following the basic instructions. Come on, because it's basic. We will be further than what we are. Right? But we can't get out of you know, the, the wilderness, you know, like the Israelites, we're, mm -hmm. we're still here. Mm -hmm. We're still here. And you yeah. said it, because I'm moving on, Holly, but you said it about, um, no, Shakur said it, you know, about even with the denominations and the enemy has infiltrated in the church to, mm -hmm. to keep us separating. Yeah. And, and we know that that separation mm -hmm. in the root of it is divination, it's witchcraft. Yeah. yeah. And that's why yeah. people can't come together. That's right. Come on. You got to be born into it. Come on. I, I, none of us was born into Christ. So how were you born into it? That's right. You can't just come in. Come on. Absolutely not. Right? And so let's, let's um, Holly, what are you going to say? What is needed to help the body of Christ? Just relationship. We, we need relationship. I, I just hear the Lord so clearly. Uh, who are you? Who who bewitched you? Who, who stripped you of your identity? And, mm -hmm. and, and just like the apostle well well saw god had to knock him down or on his face right back into the dust from whence he came and then raise him up to be the apostle paul god had to fill him he didn't have relationship with god he was religious and there's so much religiosity going on in the body of christ right now or have been and so god had to shut that thing down we need relationship we need to be empty vessels and before the lord so he can it. When God sees an empty vessel, oh, hallelujah, he can fill that vessel. He can raise that vessel up to become what it is that he wanted you to become before you allowed the leaders in the church to strip you of your identity. My God. My That's God. It. My God. And you know what? When you said about empty vessels, I remember when the, the Holy Spirit was dealing with me about pipes. And the Lord said, uh, he said, I, I, I want to release something big on earth, but I'm looking for clean pipes. Who can handle mm -hmm. my capacity? Yes. Who can handle yes. my capacity? Yes. What it is that I want to release? You know, because the thing is with, with pipes, if we know anything about pipes, some of our pipes are clogged. You need some, some stuff to clean it out and, mm -hmm. and all this stuff like that. And stuff can't get through. Right. Stuff can't get through. And so the Lord said, I want to release something big on earth but who can handle my who can handle the capacity of what i'm trying to release because you said a key word holly empty we had too many of our own agendas we're not empty mm -hmm. we're not empty enough mm -hmm. right we think that we're empty because we went out and we said we did what god told us to do he said i want you to start this assignment I want you to do this for me. And then somehow we got distracted and we derailed, right? Yeah. So now it's it's the Kanisha's ministry, mm -hmm. right? Now it's Jesus. my name ministry, right? I didn't took Jesus out of it. I didn't took God mm -hmm. out of it, right? It's the Kanisha's ministry. Now all you see is my pictures, mm -hmm. right? We, we don't even see a cross. 
but all we see is my right? right? And so now we, we just stop promoting ourselves instead of promoting Jesus. Yeah. Come on. I, I, yeah. I never saw a John the Baptist ministry. I never saw mm -hmm. even a, a Jesus ministry. He didn't say that. He just came, right? That's and so the thing is, we say we're empty, mm -hmm. but we're really not empty. Mm -hmm. We're not empty. And this is why and you said something earlier, because it's a trust thing with God. The more that he releases because he says, I can trust you. That's right. He can't release something to a person he can't trust. Because first of all, this is the thing. And people don't understand. We all have something called free will on earth. And so at any minute we could change our minds and God That's knows it. it. And so he does it in increments. He's not going to just pour it all down here, take all of it. This is all yours. Uh -uh, mm -hmm. Because you can change. Yep. You can change on me. And yep. so until I know yep. that I can trust you, I'm going to do a little by little. I'm going to feed you. Little yep. by little, like how you feed in the baby. Come on, I'm yep. going to spoon feed you. Come on. But some of us are like the prodigal son. I want all of my inheritance. Uh -huh. I want all of it today. Come on. Yep. And then literally we go out there and the Lord say, okay, you want to go out there on your own? Right? Because there's something that's called na ha! natural doors and then God doors. And so because right. we're kicking down the natural doors, come on, you got authority over the natural doors. Mm -hmm. We think, okay, we have arrived. Mm -hmm. This is God. No. Mm -hmm. Uh-uh. No, mm -hmm. no, it's not. Mm -hmm. Guess what? When it's God, you don't have to introduce yourself. Come on. Come on. You don't have Say to. Gonna, they're going to come look for you. You yes. are not trying to go yeah. out in the circles. Come on. Yes. I need to come and sit at your table. I got my own table. Come on. Mm -hmm. You don't got to go out and try to look for anything. They're going to come look for you because yes. you're doing what God told you to do. That's it. Come on. And some yes. of us are yes. suffering with rejection. Well, how come I can't get with this group? God said because you don't even know they white witches. Come on. Come on. Say that. And you feel this hurt because you couldn't sit on this platform. My, my, my. Got picked yeah. up to go over here. Come on. They're not like yes. you. He said, I called mm -hmm. you to be set apart. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Set apart. You That's know, it. because our feelings get hurt quick. Yeah. Because we'll see other people that'll bypass us. So we like, well, how come it's not me? He mm -hmm. said, because I didn't I didn't give them that door. Mm -hmm. Come on, that wasn't a God door. Come mm -hmm. on, they didn't have to work hard for that door. Mm -hmm. Come on, because the door that I have for you, my God, my God, the door that I have for you, no man, because this is the thing, God's not going to share his glory with no man. No man. No man. With no man. Mm -mm. And a lot of those people that go into those little natural doors. Somebody is always there to say it was because of me that this happened. Uh -huh. yes, God. <laughs> and with some of us, we trying to figure out God. Well, how He said because I'm stingy about you. I don't play about you. Come on. I don't play about you. I ain't gonna yes. let nobody just brand you. I branded you. Yes. I branded you. I'm stingy about you. I don't yes. play about you. Come on. And so mm. we have to get out of that mentality because I even hear it for some of us. You know, we are in a place that we're feeling overlooked. Mm -hmm. Right, and mm -hmm. so it, it huh, and it's like because now the spirit of rejection is trying to come back. Now people they're trying mm -hmm. to flock to something else. God mm -hmm. said, "Don't sell out. Don't sell Don't out. Sell out. Mm -mm. Don't sell out because you'll strip yourself from your anointing. That's it, and you won't get it back. Come That's on. Don't sell out. That's right. Don't sell out. I don't know who this is for, but yeah. don't sell it's out." Different. Don't I know they're tempting you? Come on, those white witches—they do it good too. They—they they try to offer you what you like. Come on, you're yeah. in a financial crisis right now, and they're offering you money and everything. And yes. I want to take it. The, the Lord said it for whoever this is. Don't sell out. 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 All right. Our last question: uh, What is your advice to the body of Christ, Prophet Shakur? <laughs> what is my advice to the body of Christ? 
Get in his presence. Get in his presence. Become intimate with the father. It's an intimacy that he's, he's calling out to the body that we really need intimate time with the Lord to really get in his presence. I mean, I'm talking about a, a level of worship that you didn't lost sight of the time, the hour, the moment, the second, you know, and not a level of jumping up and down. And like you said, running around, I'm talking about bow faith, bow down, worshiping him. You hear until you can hear the sound, the clarion sound of the Lord. You know, because that's that that's that level of intimacy, because, you know, a, you know, prophet, what I have found out, a lot of people are not hearing God. Mm -mm. The reason why is they're not intimate. Not There's no intimacy, no relationship, just just fellowship, just a, a level of I fellowship with with the presence of the Lord every now and then. But that level of intimacy that we as believers should be hearing God on a daily basis because he's speaking every day. And when we're not, that means that we're not intimate. That means that we have not cultivated that level of worship and that level of consecration. That level of consecration is another thing. You know, um, about three years ago, the Lord told me, I don't want you to entertain anything secular from TV to radio to anything. And that changed my life. For three years, I'm not really, not really heard um, secular music, secular TV, anything. And it really opened my ear gates and uh, fine tuned me. And I believe that that's another thing that the body of Christ really needs to do is close the doors to all of these sounds, way too many sounds and a lot of secular sounds. Close the door to all of these secular sounds so that you can really hear about your destiny, your future, your call, your mandate, and this mantle that the Lord is trying. The Lord wants to mantle every person. Yeah. Every believer, he wants to mantle all of us. It's not a one-man show. It's not a five-man show, a 10-man show. It is a multitude. And he wants to mantle us all. And so when you're feeling as if you cannot be mantled, you need to get in his presence. Not call the prophets, not call the apostles. Unfortunately, I'm sorry. Um, because some people make us psychics. And I'm not a yeah, psychic. Right. And, and I'm not your pimp. You're not going to come and the anointing to what do you hear? What do you hear? No, what do you hear? Right. And the reason you're not here is because you won't spend that time with the Lord. And so it's time to consecrate before the Father and really hear his voice. Wow. Prophet mm -hmm. Ali, what, what would be some advice you would give to the body of Christ? What we've seen before God shut the doors was that the world has come in and infiltrated the church. And what the world has done is sat back and watched and do as they do. Mm -hmm. And the church has taught people how to be religious. And so what God wants now is to put Jesus into, in the center. Jesus should be at the forefront of everything. We haven't done that. We have gone to church and we've been religious and we, we, we've done what we saw and we've learned and we followed. And this is what we've done. We've taken Jesus so far out of the equation that what did he do? Jesus has left the building. And wow. so now our own self-will, our own uh, opinions, our own platforms, uh, we, we, are all, we are like Saul, doing everything all in the name of God, but with no spirit whatsoever. My God. 
Mm-hmm. And so we're just we're just acting, we're just we're just doing, and we're, we're just being. And, and God wants us to now fall upon our face. He needs relationship because 2021, God ain't playing. God ain't playing in 2020. But <laughs> 2021, <laughs> if you ain't got it in 20, going to 2021, you might as well go somewhere and sit down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Relationship. Yeah. Bring Jesus back. Yeah. yeah. Make Jesus great again. I always say yeah. that. Make <laughs> Jesus great again. And yeah. you know, the, the one thing that I heard when we were talking about the advice, the um the Holy Spirit said, go dip again. We need to mm. go dip again. Yes. We need to go dip again. I mean, go dip again. <laughs> we should be constantly placing ourselves on huh. the altar. Yes, literally, because some of us, we only do it when, you know, once a year, something's Christmas, I don't know, right? But the Lord said we need to go dip again because we've been saying this word reset the whole pandemic, but I don't think people really understood what it meant, what it meant or what it means to reset. That means to wipe out everything and to start again. And a lot of us need to go dip again. Yeah. Go dip again. Go dip again. Because the thing is, the sound, the Holy Spirit has been dealing with me for a while about sound. Mm-hmm. Sound. And there's a sound that he's looking to be released. There's a sound. It's going to come from heaven, but he's looking for it to be released on earth. And the thing is, and I keep saying this, and I know somebody keeps saying, why does she keep saying this? Because if you don't understand that you are a spirit, you won't be able to hear the sound for it to be released on earth. This is why Amen. I'm saying it. Because you are a spiritual being, a heavenly being here having an earthly experience. And you're only here to be on assignment. Mm-hmm. Your job literally is to display heaven on earth. Mm-hmm. Amen. That's, That's literally what our job is. Yeah. People should be in, they should be experiencing a move of heaven on earth every time yeah. that we show up. Come on, Hallelujah. it should not be theatrics. That's it. The, in the realm of the spirit, there's sounds. Yeah. There's sounds, and the sounds create different movements. Come on, mm-hmm. sound creates mm-hmm. movement. There's different movements, and the thing is, to be honest, we don't know. You said it. We don't know how to be intimate. Mm-hmm. We don't know how to worship unless we have music or unless mm-hmm. people are shouting. And mm-hmm. if somebody is basking in the presence of the Lord, that's foreign to some people. Yes. But they don't even understand that's what the Lord, he loves. He loves yes. Yeah. Worship is what moves him. It's mm-hmm. not because you're shouting and you're dancing and the music. That's fine when we want to praise. But there should be an intimate time that we set aside, even as a body collectively, because there's something that happens when two or three are gathered, when people touch and agree. And when mm-hmm. your faith matches my faith, it rises up in things. Like we, we get an encounter. Mm-hmm. We get an encounter. Yeah. And so the, the thing is the sound that the Lord is looking to be released on the earth right now. And my advice is repentance. That's yes. why we need to go dip again. Yeah. Because people don't even understand that there's some things they need to repent for. Yes, that's right. There's some things that they need to repent for. And I'm trying to tell you because the Lord said it. He said, I'm trying to save some of you from the embarrassment. Uh-huh. Come on, this is he's yep. not, This is why he's letting us do it in our homes. But the thing is, we haven't even made our homes a place where we can make an altar. Ooh. Come on, that should be like that. I tell Ooh. people, I didn't get delivered in church. I got delivered in my room on the floor. Come on, come Amen. on, by myself. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Because I literally was saying when I, I my prayer was God and I and I beg some of you literally type this in the comments. God show me to me first. This should be your prayer this week. 
God, show me to me first. You don't need another prophet. You don't need another apostle. Come on, you need an encounter. That's what you need. You need an encounter with the Holy Spirit so that literally he can show you the things on the inside of you that mm -hmm. needs to be removed. Because I got to say it, it starts with a decision. If you're That's waiting it. for the Lord to just come down and say, I'm going to free you today, it's not going to happen. Because the Lord said, I've given you free will on the earth. Mm -hmm. So the decision is yours. But if you give me your yes, I'll come running. I'll mm -hmm. do it for you, daughter. I'll do it for you, son. But I need your permission. The Lord is saying, even on tonight with some of you, I need your permission. Come on, because there's some of you that want some things taken away. And the Lord said, I can't take it unless you give it to me. Some of you are even trying to hold on to some things you know that are not no good for you. And the Lord said, I can't take it unless you voluntarily mm -hmm. give it to me because I will not force you to make That's a decision. It. So he's saying, it. come on, go dip again. Mm -hmm. Come on, some we'll of us need again. to go dip again. Yeah. Come on, some of us need to start over. Come on, some of us really need to reset so that yeah. God can really do what he needs to do in us first. Come on, we can't yeah. save the nation if we're not saved ourselves. Come on, uh -huh. some of you, I see it in the room of the spirit are on the operating table and the Lord is doing surgery. He's doing major surgery on some of us because he said, I have to prepare you for what is coming. Come on, I need you to go out there and I need you to be strong. Some of you are operating on but empty come on and it's not yeah. empty because you poured out you're empty because you're drained out god i hear you and the yeah. lord said i need you to have your full strength because what's coming if you're not in me you're not going to be able to endure listen some of you are going to lose your mind and this is why the lord said i've, I've been trying to call you back into a place of relationship i'm yeah. trying to root some of you so deeply in me to be anchored in me so when it comes you don't sway Oh, yes, God, I hear you. Because with the tree, a tree has roots. Come on, you can't just knock a tree down. You got to cut that thing down. Come on. The Lord said, I'm trying to anchor many of you in me because I know you. Yes, God. I know God. you. He said, I knew who you were since the day I created you and your mother's okay. womb. I knew yes. you. I knew you. I knew you. So yes, you go dip again. Yes. We got to yes. go dip again. We got to, come on, we got to, come on, put that pride to the side. Come on, mm -hmm. you at home, you ain't got mm -hmm. nobody to be prideful for. Come on, Definitely. you're in your four walls. Nobody can see you. It's That's just right. you and Jesus. Come on, get, get, get it, get it, get it. Don't miss this. Because listen, mm -hmm. we're going to miss the next move. And I fear, 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 fear the, that revival will still be delayed if we don't get it right. Because there has to be a sound that has oh, to be released before we mm -hmm. see movement. Sound mm -hmm. creates movement. The right. cry of repentance has to be released first. We're not getting out of this. Listen, we're not going anywhere. And so that sound is released. There has to be a sound that is released. Because the Lord is, I'm trying to tell you, the, the capacities, the, 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 the things that he's trying to release, he needs people that can handle it. But I'll tell you this thing too. Mm -hmm. If you don't, because this is the thing. Catch this, catch this. Because guess what? It's still going to happen. Yeah. Because there's a remnant that's, that's going to move with or without you. That's so right. We're trying to wait. The Lord yeah. said, I'm trying to wait. Yes, but the thing is, he said, That's my right. will will still be done. That's right. It still will be done. Yeah. Listen, yeah. it don't take many. Mm -hmm. Come on, That's it right. don't take many. We've seen That's it in right. the Bible. He didn't yeah. just send Moses. Come on. Mm -hmm. He just sent them out in singles. They didn't start going out by twos until Jesus came. That's right. Listen, <laughs> That's right. Come it on. Don't be many. 
Yes. He don't need many. And so yeah. the thing is, he's releasing a measure of grace. If mm -hmm. you don't step into that alignment and you mm -hmm. step out of it, the bill is on you. That's Ooh. right. My God. Okay. The bill is on you. Yeah. The bill is on you. I'm done. Because I'm My hot God. now. I'm hot now. Listen, this this was this was awesome. This awesome. was this was awesome. Be and, and it needed to be said. It needed yeah. to be said. It needed to be released. Not so much yeah. as said because we're not speaking thus saith ourselves, but thus saith the Lord. But yeah. it needed to be said. It really did because I, I'm going to be honest. And the Lord was dealing with me because I was like, God, I'm just looking around and I'm like, man, the the, the prophets, the true mouthpieces. It's like we we never get. You know, the credit. No, I didn't see people take my prophetic words and go on word networks with it. Come on. Yeah. I, I didn't see it. Right. I'm going to just say it. Yeah. I didn't see uh, a word no, be released. No, no. It's not my words. It's the Holy Spirit. Yeah, that's but God. a word be released mm -hmm. and they go on a live and, and act like they say, yeah. you know, or the Lord. But guess what? Take on that warfare. Come mm -hmm. on. It's light in my that's life. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, but the thing is, it's just so unfortunate, but it has to happen. Yeah, the, the oil never get lights. Come on, it yeah. is like Jesus. That's right. So people are right. going to gravitate to the prophets of Baal because you know why? They're mm -hmm. going to say the things that they itchy ears want to hear. Yep. That's so right. Prophesy money, houses, and car. Everybody's running. That's right. When That's you're right. talking about repent, everybody's running too. Yeah. But they ain't running too. towards us. They're running yeah. away from us. Yeah. You know, but mm -hmm. the, but the thing is, at the end of the day, it has to happen. It you has. Know, because you know it has to happen. You don't let it sit. That's you right. don't let it sit. You just keep going. You mm -hmm. just keep going. You just keep going. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. I just say to you all, literally, go dip again. Dip again. Go, go dip again. That's the yeah. only advice. Yeah. I yeah. really give because before we can give instructions or what you can't go into next if, if you ain't really work on self. That's mm -hmm. right. You can't walk into your next. Come on. The mm -hmm. Bible says it. That's like trying to pour new wine into old skins. Come on. It's mm -hmm. not going to work. You can't yeah. walk into a place called next if you haven't fixed now. Come on. Oh, it's man. not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I mean, I know we would like it to happen. I thought I could write my story a million times different, mm -hmm. but it, it's not working. The Lord always come back and erase it. He said, no, mm -hmm. sis, erase the board. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And so I'm, 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 y'all have any last words before we pray out of here? I just heard the Lord say, don't miss the grace period. Wow. Don't miss the grace period. Even in the dip, don't miss the grace period. Because right. like you said, God is gracious. But everything, every every grace period has an end. <laughs> don't miss the grace period. My God. Yeah. You just said a mouthful. Every mm -hmm. grace. Because you know what? And I got to say this. And I know we're done. Because a lot of these new age Christians... They live by, you know, oh, well, you know, because this is how we were taught a little bit, too. I grew up Baptist, right? So I know for a fact, right? Oh, you're saved and Jesus loves and you can do whatever you want. God will forgive you. And people don't understand that God's grace can run out. Let me give you Bible because mm -hmm. I know some people saying, no, that's not true. Look yes. at the story of, of the Israelites with Moses. And they and the Lord, you know, took them out of Egypt and all of the other things. And they were down and they didn't create it, you know, a cast and everything. And God said to Moses, go tell your people. They were no longer my people. He mm -hmm. said, go tell your people. Mm -hmm. Right. And what mm -hmm. happened? Moses said, he said, God, please don't kill him. Because if you do, he said, they're going to say that you only took them out of Egypt just to kill them. And the Lord let him for a moment. He said, mm -hmm. OK, but I'm still going to have my will. 
Mm-hmm. Right? And what did Moses do? He went down. Let me give you proof of how God works in reverse. When him and Joshua went down, and they were going down to where the people were, they heard music. But they said that Joshua, in the room of the Spirit, he heard wailing, crying. Mm-hmm. In the natural, mm-hmm. it was music. But in yeah. the room of the Spirit, it was wailing and crying. Yeah. And so literally, Moses went down there. You know, he messed up the tablets. And he said, Levites, if you're with me, come on this side. And what did Moses do? He did exactly what he told God not to do. He killed those people. Mm-hmm. And then the Bible says that God killed the rest of them all. Yep. And so that is a proof to show that God's grace, that that door can it can close. The Bible says the ways of sin is death. That's Some fine. people think they have forever. You don't have tomorrow. Yep. You're not guaranteed to, especially when you're not walking in alignment. Come mm-hmm. on, because I know that you don't die until you fulfill purpose. Come on, give me an example. Jesus didn't die until he fulfilled purpose, but he rose again. But the point of yeah. the matter is, if you're not walking in alignment, you know, death is at your doorstep. Yeah, you can't just take for granted that okay, I got tomorrow. I got tomorrow. Like for instance, we talked about in our class at Dope Girls University about integrity, and and the first thing the Holy Spirit said was integrity for Him first. We fear more the people knowing things than we fear that God sees us. Mm-hmm. That's Come so. On. How is it that you can fathom in your mind? This is how the enemy works. That you can care more about how the people view you than the way that God sees you. When he's the one that's writing the record. Come on, when he's the one that can judge you. He's the one that can punish you. How is it that you can fear more? You'll put yourself, make sure that you're together for your congregation or together for for your sheep or the the people. Mm -hmm. But you know that, but you don't fear that God can see you. Mm -hmm. That's the truest level of integrity. Yes. Knowing that he sees everything. And I know it's a growth thing. And I know people say, you're always just like this. It's not like this. But I'm, people don't understand prophets when they come. They come to yeah. save your life. Exactly. They come to save your life. Yes. Well, yeah. They come to save your life. Yes. The, thing is, the lifeline. The, the prophet is the lifeline. Yeah. And sometimes mm-hmm. the Lord is speaking. He is speaking judgment. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And it's, yeah. not, it's not because people want to be mean. Because people try to, they're trying to, oh, you're, you're, you're saying it in a mean way. Because sometimes you do have to say it in a stern way. Because because that's just like with a child. Mm. Come on. When you're talking to your kids and they do something that can harm them, you're not saying, oh, little junior, don't play with the fire. No, you can't be stern. Don't you dare do that again. You can hurt yourself, right? It's the same thing. Prophets speak the heart of the father. Yes. So they're going to speak it exactly the way that they hear it. So people have to get, and it's the devil. And they got to resist him so that he can flee. Because the thing is, Hebrews 12 said it. Shakur, I think you said it earlier. God disciplines his sons, those whom he loves. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. If he didn't love us, he wouldn't discipline us. Sometimes That's we it. need discipline. Come on, we're wretched people. Yeah. Yes. We are wretched people. We all are. There's nobody that's perfect. You know, even with prophets, we have our own things. You know, that that God, listen, Paul said, there's a thorn in my side. Come on. But the thorn literally was set there to keep him humble and from conceit. Come on. We all have something. But the thing is, you can't be a person to say nobody can't say nothing to me. Right. Because we deal with that. We're puffed up. Mm -hmm. Come on. You can't say nothing to me. Okay. You know, so... I'm I'm done because I can talk too much and I know you guys can 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 talk too, you know, as well. Um, but we we're done. We're getting out of here, guys. I thank you so much for your patience. We ran over on our time. Um, literally, but you know, it, it, it had to it had to be said. It had to be said. Guys, if you are just tuning in, listen, still share this live. 
share this live. Make sure you guys like the Dope Girls Pray uh, like page um, as well. And so also, too, before we close, if you guys want to subscribe to any of our um, audio channels, you can download us on Apple Podcasts. You can find the stationaire on Spotify as well. You can find us there on Pandora Radio. Subscribe to the channel. And you can find us on iHeartRadio and on our um, family station, Anchor FM. And so, guys, we are ending. We're going to close with prayer. Prophetess Shakur, I want you, I matter of fact, we're all going to pray out. Thank you, Holy We're all going to pray out. Um, Prophetess Holly, I'll have you go first. Father, we just thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Father, for this time of refreshing, God. I pray, Father, right now that every ear uh, that is hearing and those that are, are going to come later, Lord God, that, Father, you would allow them to know, Lord God, that it was you speaking, that this was no flesh right here, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that as they get this word on the inside of them, Lord God, that if they even are the remnant, Lord God, that they need to understand that they have a sound, hallelujah, and they need to lay before you, Lord God. God, that you may begin to release the sound from them, Father. In the name of Jesus, I pray, God, a blessing, a special blessing over their lives, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, I pray, Father, for the woman of God, Prophetess Kamisha, Lord God, that there will be no backlash from the enemy. Father, in the name of Jesus, with the authority that you've given us in your word, Luke 10 and 19, God, I speak it over her right now, Lord God, to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing hallelujah, shall by any means hurt her. In the name of Jesus, I speak to everyone, Lord God, every speaker on the line, Lord God, that we will go in peace, God, for you are with us in the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. We bless the Lord, Father. We thank you, Father, for tonight. We thank you, Lord God, for the volume of the book that has been written on tonight, that it has been evidence and manifestation of your word. We thank you, Lord God, for your sons and daughters who had an ear to hear what the spirit of the Lord has spoke on tonight. And Father, I pray that there be a hard reboot for the mind, the soul, and the spirit to come into divine alignment, that as we get on our face and we seek repentance and we seek forgiveness and we seek correction and we seek edification, exhortation, as we seek knowledge and wisdom and understanding that the fruit of the Holy Spirit, the gift that you have given us, given to us as a body collectively, that we take upon them, we eat of them, we fester in them, we, uh, we uh, let it marinate in our spirits and our soul. Father, I pray that as you raise up your sons and daughters, that they're rebranding their identity and it is in you. It is in you that we live and breathe and have our existence. It is all because of you that we deny ourselves and take up our cross daily to follow after Christ and that we be the beacon light that you have called us to be into the earth, that we will not lose our flavor in this year or the years to come. The flavor of the Lord will be a fragrance that will be pleasing unto your nostril as your sons and daughters, that we become joint heirs in a way that we've never been before. And that we lead as trailblazers and we lead as ambassadors and we leave peacefully in quiet lives, that we lead in authority and in power, God, according to what you have already administered to us. You have given us the keys of the kingdom. Now let us advance the kingdom. Let us unlock doors that no man has ever been able to 
open and let us close every door of the enemy that you grant us authority to close. And Father, let us walk uprightly before you. Let us, Lord God, not lean in the places of our own understanding concerning how we feel. But let us constantly acknowledge you. Let us bestow your knowledge and recognize you in everything that we do, that we reverence your authority as the one that leads our lives, the one that gave us life, the one that governs our lives. Let us reverence that place, Father, that we will no longer look as, as little eyes and big youths, but we will look as once as brothers and sisters. But you said we are all one in Christ. There is no other father but you. And so we look unto you as the father on tonight and we pray god that your sons and daughters will begin to see you as abba yes and they will not be a strain to you they will not reject you they will not deny you but you stand at the door of their life tonight you stand at the door and you said i'm not and i ask father that your sons and daughters whose life that you are knocking on right now they've heard this word they felt it in their spirit they know it was for them you they know that you're calling them to a place of repentance they know that you're calling them to a place of forgiveness they know that you're calling them to a place of humility and recovery and a reset and father as you stand at their door and knock tonight you said if they open up you will come in so father we pray that they will invite you in so that you may sup with them and you may be their God. You will lead them. You will direct them. You will teach them. You will be the covering that they're looking for. You will be the void and you will fill the void that they feel voided from. You will be the everlasting father where they feel like life has sucked and drained all out of them that you will restore them. You will give them a river and there will be a fountain that will flow into their life where they have been dry and where they have been bearing. You will bring forth the sun and the shine God, where they have felt like they were in a dark place. Father, I pray tonight that you are bringing your sons and daughters out of the cave of Adullam. They will not hide anymore, but they will stand bold in the presence of the people according to the word of God and do what you have called them to do in the mighty name of Jesus. Yahshua, we thank you that you cover your people in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Father, we thank you. We love you. We honor you. We magnify you. Father, we reverence you, Father. We reverence you, Father, on tonight, Father. We reverence you, Father. We thank you for just being who you are, Father. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Father, that heaven responded on tonight, Father. We thank you, God, for just showing up, Father. We Thank you, God, for just showing up on tonight, Father. We thank you for the words, Father, that were released on tonight, Father. We thank you for the instructions, Father. Let us not just be hearers, but doers of the word, Father. Let us implement what it is that we heard today. Let it, God, not just even go on our lips, but Lord, let it go down our throats into our hearts, Father. And then let us implement it in our limbs, Father. Let us be people that are doers of your word, Father. Let our word match your uh, walk, our, our words match our walk father yes. let it be let it be let it be father we know that you said that this is the hour of the meat father that you yes. said for us to get all of, off of the milk fathers paul said that i want to give you meat but some of you want to hold on to milk father let us be people to accept the truth father because you said in your word that we are to worship you in spirit and in truth and yes. so father we just ask you to let your truth reign yes god 
Let it rain on the earth, Father. God, we know that you're raising up a remnant of people, Father, that will do exactly what you said, Father. And so, Father, I just ask you right now in the name of Jesus that those people that you are calling, Father, that they come out the caves. Let them come out the caves. Don't let them hide in the caves as Elijah did. Father, let them come out the caves, Father. Let them speak, thus saith the Lord. Lord, we know that you shut this down right now in this season for those people that were being held up to speak, Father. Give them a boldness in you, Father. Give them a boldness in you, Father. And for those people, Father, that need an experience, an encounter of you, Father, I pray a Damascus experience. Let them experience the encounter that Paul experienced on the road to Damascus. Father, convert them in their minds, which is the greatest miracle that Jesus ever performed, which was the conversion of our minds. Father, we need to be converted, Father, so that we can think like you, so that we can talk like you. So yeah. that we can walk like you. Yeah. So that we can do how you did it, Father. We need mm -hmm. the fruit of the spirits, Father. So that when the people look at us, Father, that they see the light. Yes. Even though we're not the lights, but we are a light. But they yes. can see the light who was the light of the world, which is Christ, Father. Because we're looking at so many people and we're seeing darkness. But, Father, we need your light. Come yes. on. We need your light. Angel. We need your light. We need your light. And so, Father, I pray that this week that the people of God really, really take the time to examine themselves. And, God, they ask for an experience of you that religion can't give them. Yeah. God, I pray that you give them an experience of you that religion can't give them. Father, blow their minds. Father, some of them are waiting for you to show up and to show out. Father, do it to boost their faith. Yeah. Do it to boost their faith as Jesus did at the grave site of Lazarus. He said, yeah. God, I knew that you always hear me. Mm -hmm. He said, but if it wasn't for the people standing right here, I wouldn't have said it. But it's to help them to believe. God, give them belief. Belief in this hour that you are who you say that you are. God, they are looking for the I am. God, show them you one more time. Yes, Jesus. Yeah. Show them you one more time, God. Boost their faith in this hour. Father, we thank you. We love you. We honor you. I pray for every speaker that have poured out on tonight. Father, may you pour back into them, Father, for they empty themselves out. Pour back into them, Father. I pray that their houses be full and never empty. I pray over every speaker, I mean, every listener, every viewer, every replayer on tonight, Father. I pray against every backlash, every retaliation from the enemy who would try to retaliate against them for getting what it is that they needed on tonight, Father. I lose that angels right yes. now in the name of Jesus to stand charging against their doorways, against their houses, even against their finances. I feel fire in my hands. Even against their finances on tonight, Father. Father, we thank you. We love you. We honor you, Father. We can't thank you enough. Father, I love you. I thank you. I honor you. And it's in Jesus' name that we only pray. It's only in his name that we pray this prayer. Yes. In Jesus' name, amen, 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 amen. And so, guys, we thank you so much again for, for tuning in um, on tonight, guys. Be sure to like the Dope Girls Pray podcast like page on Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. We will see you again um, next Tuesday or next Saturday. And remember, Dope Girls Do Pray. Mm -hmm.